Welcome back to lesson 10, our final lesson in your drive module, all about how to have productive output towards those four big dreams and visions we talked about in module one. This lesson is called the five productivity accelerants. This is all about how to be more productive than we've ever been. What can we do to pour gasoline on this RPM plan? What can we do to make sure that we're actually succeeding beyond standard norms over the long term? These five things are what I use in my day-to-day -day life and they've transformed my productivity. I told you in the last lesson how not only do we get more done in two hours than we do most people do in a week or I used to do in a week, but these help it go even faster, even bigger. So let's dive into it. What's the very first productivity accelerant? The very first one is momentum. Momentum is one of the most powerful forces in productivity. Think about it like this. If a basketball team is on a 10-0 run, meaning they've scored 10 points in it's the final, like four, it's like the fourth quarter of the game, and they've scored 10 points in a row. And the other team, what do they always do? They always call timeout, right? Why? To interrupt the momentum. When you have momentum, all of a sudden you seem to be able to do things that were impossible before that other people look at like they're like you're crazy to be able to do that. Momentum seems to make momentum does make people seem better than they really are. Let me repeat that. Momentum makes people seem better than they really are. You just kind of get it and you succeed. You ever had those moments where you're on fire and in a state of flow and then you say something that just makes sense or you land the sale or you attract that client or whatever it is because of momentum. But here's the key about momentum. It's so much easier to steer than it is to start. It's so much easier to steer than it is to start. What I learned from John Maxwell years ago is in his book, uh, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, is that if you have a locomotive steam engine and it's sitting on the tracks and you put like a one inch block under that wheel and you start going and trying to get it to go, it will stop it. It won't go anywhere because it doesn't have momentum. But that same locomotive steam engine, if it's going full speed, 50, 60 miles an hour, and you put a steel reinforced concrete wall over the tracks, it will smash through it. So momentum is easier to steer than it is to start. And once you have it, it's beautiful. It's just powerful. You can guide it towards where you want to go. But getting it going takes something special. It takes consistency. Now, this is something that you already know. It's common sense, but common sense isn't always common practice. Consistency is one of the most powerful tools of success. Imagine with that RPM plan we talked about, you do that once, you have tra transformation forever, but you do that every day, what would your life look like? Here's another way to think about it. Have you ever brushed your teeth? <laughs> of course you have, right? Well, you're recommended to brush your teeth five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, right? And you do that every day. And if you're like, if you have great oral hygiene, you do that every day, right? Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. 70 minutes a week that you spend brushing your teeth, okay? What would happen if you just brush your teeth for 70 minutes once on Sunday? What would happen? Your gums would bleed. Your teeth would get inflamed. You'd rip up your gums. They wouldn't be clean. You'd have even worse breath throughout the week. Think about that. That's what most people try to do with their success. They try to just do it all at once and not be consistent. You need to be consistent the same way that you brush your teeth. You get rewarded in public 
for what you practice in private. The reason that our business is what it is, is because we've been consistent for hundreds of weeks. We have put out a podcast every week and a weekly email every week for hundreds of weeks. That means that we have momentum. We have consistency. That's the power of it. And once you do that, all of a sudden things get easier because through that consistency, what happens? You start getting better. You learn more skills. Now from consistency, I can record an entire course in a few days when it used to take me three months because I've developed the skills that are involved. Sending out an email, right? I used to have to craft that, images, all this stuff, and it used to take me a couple days to get that all right. Now it takes me five minutes. So when you have consistency, not only do you gain momentum, which makes your results go up, but your skills also improve because you have repetition. Write this down. Repetition is the mother of skill, and vision is the father of skill. If you have vision and repetition, you have skill. So you need to make sure that you are repeating over and over and over again so that you catch momentum. And when you catch momentum, you can steer it anywhere you want to go into anything. This is why brands that are doing amazing and pivot into something that is tangential still succeed because they have momentum. That is success accelerant number one. You can only create momentum through what? Consistency because repetition is the mother of all skill. Second, second productivity accelerant, which is kind of a paradox to what I just said. The second one is actually planned unplugging. Planned unplugging. What does that mean, planned unplugging? I mean that intentionally taking time off. Stop working so much. I was at a Danny Johnson event 10 years ago. And she said something really powerful. This is back when attraction marketing worked, when I was in the network marketing space and it, we were in the time when showing off your life was what you know you thought would actually attract someone to your business. It doesn't work anymore. It worked 10 years ago, it doesn't work anymore. And she said something interesting. She said, you know, in the network marketing space, you just post all day long about the freedom that you have. But when you take a look at what you're doing, you're glued to your phone, you're not present with your family, you're always focused on work, and that's all you do. So you're not being an example of freedom. If you stop working so much and go be the example of freedom, perhaps someone would want to join you because they don't see that you're on all the time and that they could actually layer it out of their life that's already busy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And so we want to intentionally unplug and recharge our batteries. If you don't, you will rely on push motivation and push motivation leads to burnout. Think about it like this. Have you ever watched NASCAR? What happens when that car is going around a track at that track? If that car, that NASCAR goes around the track, the race car goes around the track and never pulls into a pit stop, what happens? The tires explode, the car explodes, the driver dies, it falls off the track, it runs out of gas. All terrible things, right? So they intentionally pull into the pit stop to refuel, change the tires, right? Get a snack because that recharge time gives them fuel to keep going faster. Not unplugging actually slows you down. It slows you down. I had a client years ago who was spending on average seven hours on her phone trying to build her business. 
And she wasn't doing productive actions because she was so burnt out that she wasn't where she wanted to be. And she thought just focusing on her business more would make her more successful and it didn't work. And she was so exhausted on a regular basis from doing that. And I told her that you just need to unplug. You just need to get off your phone and go have fun. What do you love to do? She loves riding horses. She has a horse she's had for years. And I just said, go ride your horse. Go spend a weekend riding your horse. And she went and she did it. She put her phone down. She went with her kids and just rode her horse all weekend. Had an absolute blast. Came back that next Monday with so many ideas and inspiration because she got her mind out of it. When you elevate above the challenges you're facing, you see different ways to handle them. That's what unplugging does. And if you don't do that and you're so in the weeds of it, you can't see clearly. Sometimes if you're this close to the wall and you can't see the way out, backing out allows you to see that you can literally walk around. Does that make sense? If you've ever seen the movie Parks and, or the show Parks and Recreation, there's this episode where Leslie Nope, the main character, creates the Harvest Festival, right? This big thing for Pawnee, Indiana, the, the town in the, the show. And there were jobs were riding on and all this stuff. And she did an outstanding job. And she hadn't stopped working for like six months getting this thing ready. Well, after that was done, they had a camping trip. And they all got together to get the next big idea that the Parks Department would have. And she couldn't think of anything. And so what her boss, Ron, did was locked her in a room and got her completely away from work, locked her in a room, not saying lock someone in a room, but locked her in a room where she just thought and slept and recharged. And what happened? All of a sudden, she came to work the next day with a million different ideas on how to improve. Think about it like this. This thing is your phone, right? You use this to text and make calls and all that stuff. What would happen if you didn't charge it at night? You would run out of juice. In fact, let me give you one embarrassing example of a time when I literally accidentally peed on my own face. Now, this is a little inappropriate, but just go with me here. I was on a road trip, kind of like this metaphor of success GPS, going from where I am to where I want to be. And I was in Detroit, Michigan at the time, and I was driving to Dallas, Texas. And I calculated that it would take me 17 hours to drive there. And I figured every time I stopped to pee, it would take me about five minutes. I'd get out of the car, go to the bathroom, you know, stretch my legs, get back in. And I calculated that if I don't stop to pee, I can save something like an hour or two off my drive time. And I was like, let's do it. So I bought a portable urinal. No joke, true story bought a portable urinal and I went pee while driving 80 miles an hour down the highway. And what I did was I filled up the urinal and I'm going 80 miles an hour and I'm like, awesome, I got this, this is great, I won't have to stop. Roll down the window going 80 miles an hour, dump the pee out the window going 80 miles an hour and what happened? Have you ever dropped liquid out of a car going 80 miles an hour, what happens? It flies right back in and it hits you right in the face. I peed on my own face. No exaggeration, no hyperbole, no joke. Had to pull over, had to change, had to drive my and clean myself off. And I learned a very valuable lesson that not taking breaks causes you to slow down even more. Taking breaks is one of the greatest ways to succeed faster. So we want planned unplugged time. So let me ask you a question. What do you do to recharge your batteries each day, each week? each month, each quarter, each year. You need something to recharge your batteries every day, every week, a little bit bigger, 
Every month, a little bit bigger. Every quarter, a little bit bigger. Every year, something big. So intentionally recharge your batteries. If you don't, you will find yourself burnt out and exhausted and everything seems so hard to be productive for because you have no energy left to give it. So number two is planned unplugging. Number three is find a role model. Remember how we talked about your board of directors as your peer group and your board of advisors are the silent mentors. I'm gonna keep this one short because we already talked about it, but the greatest shortcut of success is role modeling people that have what you want. People have spent their whole lives studying and mastering a craft, whether it's marketing or sales or rewiring your mind, right? And they put that education, that lifelong education into training programs that you can invest in, like our VIP program or our, uh, our live event or our certification program or a mastermind, right? There's always something to learn from us about rewiring your mind. There's always a next level. And so people will spend their whole times putting their knowledge into these programs. And if you invest in their courses and programs, you shrink decades of education into dates. So you could spend it through trial and error, or you can just take the recipe that someone's perfected and apply it to your life. Let me ask you a question. If John the Baker spent 20 years making the world's greatest chocolate cake, the juiciest, most incredible, amazing chocolate cake, and he gives you his recipe and his ingredients for that chocolate cake. Can you, the novice baker, bake the exact same cake that John the baker made? Yes, you can. You have his recipe, you have his ingredients. You can do exactly what he did and shortcut that entire 20 year experience. That's the power of role modeling someone. Make sure you have someone that you look up to who's had success in the area you wanna be successful in and learn from them. You cannot afford not to. You cannot afford not to invest in yourself. You cannot afford not to buy programs, courses. And here's the thing, people will tell you you're crazy. I remember putting $5,000 on a credit card that I did not have to invest in a seminar. That seminar that I couldn't afford has taught me skills that have made me hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars. And you can do that too. You cannot afford not to invest in seminars. In the beginning, it feels risky. In the beginning, people will judge you, say it's the stupidest mistake you've ever made, that's horribly irresponsible, but you will never go broke from investing in yourself. Getting a role model and investing in their programs is the fastest way to get yourself from where you are to where you wanna be when you apply it using our productivity strategies. Hope that makes sense. Find a role model and invest in their stuff. We hope to have you in our VIP program as well as our other more advanced programs down the road. That's one way that you can do it. If it's not with me, do it with someone else that you want to learn from. But you need to role model someone. Number four. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because we already talked about it in module one. Number four, productivity accelerant is your peer group. Remember, your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group. When the people around you are people that expect you to succeed and hold you to a higher standard, guess what? You thrive. Go back to the lesson on board of directors if you need help with this. You need to get around people that are playing ball at a super high level. I teach you in that lesson on board of directors how to do that. You need to get around people that are playing ball at the next level. It will allow you to succeed and be way productive because their standards are so high where you're like, I better show up. And number five, one of the most profound productivity accelerants ever is saying no. Saying no. Successful people say no to most things. 
Whenever you say yes to something, it means you're saying no to something likely more important. Not always, but mostly. So you say, every time you say yes, you're saying no to something else. So I'm going to call all the people out here who have labeled themselves as people pleasers. No amount of people pleasing will ever make you feel whole. Let me repeat that. No amount of people pleasing will ever make you feel whole. People pleasing is craving love based on the fear that you're not enough. And you think that if you sacrifice yourself enough in the service of others, someone will tell you that you're worthy. Somehow you'll be worthy. But because you're denying yourself of what truly matters to you and fulfills you and lifts you up, it actually causes you to feel even more unworthy and also insignificant from all that you sacrifice. And when you feel insignificant from all that you sacrifice and unworthy, then you just want to do it more. So you meet the need for significance. And it leads to an empty cup. So even though you're pouring into people, you're pouring from an empty cup into people and you can't truly pour from an empty cup. It doesn't make sense if you pour from a cup with a hole in the bottom. So you need to be prioritized first. Saying no is one of the greatest keys to success. So what I'll leave you with is the mindset of this. If it's not a hell yes, it's an automatic no. Let me repeat that. If it's not a hell yes, it's an automatic no. I have adopted that in my life. It's made such a profound impact on my life, and I know it will for you too. These are the five success accelerants. These are productivity accelerants. These productivity accelerants will allow you to take everything we talked about in the previous lessons and put rocket fuel on your productivity so you catch momentum and succeed beyond standard norms over the long term. Make sure you do your workbook exercise from lesson 10. Share your takeaways in the private community. Ask me questions in office hours. Don't wait until you have the answer before continuing because motion creates clarity. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I will see you in the next lesson.